When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Brady just reminded me. Thanks, Silence the Voice. Today's the last day of September, which tomorrow... That brings on tomorrow the lamest radio stations in America, along with car dealerships losing their ass start Rocktober. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're a lame radio station. Are we doing anything? I don't know. Are we doing Rocktober oh, yeah. anything? Are we yeah, Rocktober? I, so. I don't think so. Got to hand it to KUPD for the 20 years we've been here. Rocktober has never been a thing we've like been serious Rocktoberfest. about. Rocktoberfest. Some of them are, though. Pittsburgh's finest radio, Rocktober, is upon us. You think Neandermark's going to be doing that over there? Oh, they would love it if we went to Rocktober. (laughs) That was in their heyday of radio. I remember when radio cared. We had a Rocktober. Well, isn't every month Rocktober? (laughs) You're a rock station. And car dealerships that suddenly just want to rock you out. Tired of that ride you're in? Rock and roll over to blah, blah, blahs, blah, blah, blah. For Rocktober savings. It's that or scary savings. Oh, yeah. And the Halloween one. And again, I look around and see the people who have already got their Halloween decorations at full bore. I think you're insane. Too early? Way too early. You wouldn't do Christmas a month early. The survey I saw said up mid October at most, it's it's was majority thought. Look, and there's you know Christmas is a a bigger holiday by a long shot. And if somebody had Halloween or Christmas decorations up in the middle of uh, you know early October, you'd be like, this guy's wrecking the neighborhood. This looks stupid. We look like idiots. Christmas lights are two weeks before, two weeks after. You can occasionally go a little bit early. With Christmas, like after, because it's a season of Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. There's a bunch of holidays. Halloween. 13% said it's cool to put them up in September. Idiots. Again, I tell you, my friend Mark and his wife had them up two weeks ago. I'm like, it's still summer. 
you got a whole season to go before you got like we've got to get into fall to get to no we're getting ready for rocktober now <laughs> it's too early maybe that's what i'll put up some rocktober de- decorations I've got tomorrow neighbors that have these orange lights on their house all year long for like their garage and their entryway and they're halloweenish in color and I call it Hell House when I, when I drive by. Hell House is lit for the night because it looks like the devil's light. <laughs> yeah. It's nice, but it makes me giggle because it's fire. It's like the gas lanterns. Hell House. And they got Halloween decorations up. Hell House is off and all their other lights are on. I'm like, what are you doing? The Hell House, this is the only time it applies to your entire home. Hell House. I'm going to knock on the door. I'm going to turn back on Hell House. Yeah. Why aren't we... Why'd we shut off Hell House for October? I mean, you're supposed to keep it on the whole. But in July, it's okay? It doesn't make sense to me. But, yeah, people don't make any sense. Are you, Toledo, do you do the Halloween? No. No? You? Medea um, does a little bit. Is it up? Uh, you yesterday, she hung a wreath on the door, like like a Halloween wreath thing. Yeah, that's kind but of it's yeah, not going crazy. Yeah. It's not going crazy. I, th- I swear to God, my friend uh, Mark and his wife, Kristen, if they could put up a Halloween tree, they'd do it. I got a friend that does oh, that. Oh yeah, actually. that's funny. I, 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 like she wants. She keeps her her Christmas tree up through like Valentine's Day, and then has that Valentine's tree that's going around. So our friend Becky, Megan's friend Becky, she's huge into that. Into the Christmas, yeah, tree. like almost more Halloween than Christmas. Like she does it, yeah, crazy. Yeah, she's a back sleeper. She is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you, she's a back sleeper. She had to be in high school, from what I hear. Not because of slutty behavior. She had huge cans. That was a rumor about Becky. And it was confirmed to be true by my eyes. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Things were massive. Can't sleep on your side or stomach. You'd you'd roll roll down the hallway. So women get the pass with the back sleeping? Uh, Huge canned women get back sleep passing. Okay. Because that's just, that's their job to lay down. You got those giant cans. You don't need to work. Uh, Jeremy's going out. Uh, kind of almost sad news about Jeremy. I think this is it for him, right? I think so. He's not going to be here for Rocktober. Man. Jeremy has uh, got himself a different gig. Uh, he got a promotion elsewhere. Not in this job. Not in this company. We know what he's capable of. He found a new, uh, yeah, he got a new overlord. And old Jer is moving on. It's the old days of radio where people actually uh, got jobs at other yeah. places and, you know, advanced that away. Well, it still happens, just not in this company. Not too much people, in any People radio. don't move on in this company. That's true. We just kind of stay where we're at, which is fine. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, Brett oh, moved yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, Brett got a... I said moved on. But it took me 13 up. years yeah, to yeah, do yeah. it, yeah. so... He did overnights for an entire lifetime. <laughs> but Jeremy will be out this morning at your... Uh, goes to, go say hi to Jeremy. He's at Signal Butte Road and Warner, and oh. it, today he has to be happy because... <laughs> and not with Signal Butte his, Warner. Uh, here's the reason why. On his last day... He has to, no one can start the KUPD truck. It won't start. So this is how his day is going to go, guaranteed. He calls up Mark Randall and says the truck won't start, and the promo kid's not here. That kid didn't show up again. <laughs> the one that keeps not showing up to work and keeps getting scheduled. <laughs> Rehired. That's a pattern. Uh, it's the, the building, best. we had people like that. And nothing like this. I've never – I said, we got to get rid of that guy. I need bodies. Well, do you? If he doesn't show up, are you getting what you need? <laughs> All you're getting is a guy on the schedule. I need, I need people – you need ghosts. You don't need people if he doesn't ever show up. He shows up sometimes, and that's all I need. Sometimes attendance. That's really all I'm shooting. That's a low bar, but that's what we got. So Jeremy's out there and uh, calls Mark. He says, the thing will start. He goes, shut the hood on it and hit it four or five times. 
Like, with what? Your fist. And Brett's like, what is he, Fonzie? <laughs> so that's how we start the car. So now Jeremy's going to drive that thing, because evidently it's self-sustaining all the way to back. Signal Butte and Warner. <laughs> and then it's gonna, he's going to... Don't sh- shut it off. It, don't turn it off, because when you try to start it again, then you get all the KUPD listeners that are going to try to help him fix it. And they're going to monkey around with it until it's just drained of all of its value. And Jeremy won't care. And then if I'm Jeremy, I just call my wife and I tell Mark, I'm like, I'm out. See ya. Trucks at Signal Butte and Warner if you want it. The, the ghouls took it apart. <laughs> and he leaves. But he's out there for a good reason. Safeway this morning for KUPD deployment packs. Uh, we're boxing them up on November 11th and shipping them out. I got an email from a guy who's overseas in uh, the Far East. I think he said Manila, but I don't remember what he said. But he said, we're out here. Are we doing it again this year? I'm like, fantastic. So they're still out they're there. They're out yeah. there. Our Arizona troops got excited about it last year. They want the stuff. Uh, and I highly recommend today we go with the body wipes because I'm dealing with that right now, although I did get to shower yesterday. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, the body wipes are an essential. It does make you feel like your life's different when you, when you haven't been able to shower for a couple of days and you use these things. So let's focus on that today out at the Safeway. He's heading on there uh, right about now, Signal Butte and Warner, uh, and uh, it's just a great thing. So you guys have always been great for our troops overseas. They're deployed overseas even when we're not talking about them. Uh, in Afghanistan and the basics, we're so used to seeing, you know, the desert for the last 20 years, and we all know that kind of went sideways. Uh, but they're still not home, and that's the key. we got KUPD stuff for you today, bandanas, T-shirts, concert tickets. Uh, go say hi to Jeremy and bye to Jeremy, and then probably we're going to need some mechanics come about 830 <laughs> to fix trucks. Tow truck at the very minimum. Oh, uh, at the very minimum. Yeah. And I think Jeremy's dad does that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so he'll just call his pops and have that thing towed into the desert and leave it. If I was him, that's what I would just do. bring it back here. Marky Fonzarelli can just do the slap <laughs> right. in the hood hit it, and hit, hit it, it four again. times, he says. <laughs> he four. hits it with his staff, though, Gandalf. Not, <laughs> not five, not three. Four. Five is right out. The number shall be four and no more or less. Three is not going to work less than once proceeds to four. Five is right out. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Monty Python fans got that. Anyway, uh, so going on, say, uh, hey to Jeremy. Signal Butte and Warner in Mesa uh, for KUP deployment. I think that's great. Uh, I got an email from somebody. Oh, the the racist redemption show. He said, what about uh, we have also dress-up mascots? You've got uh, the uh, orange man. You've got uh, the St. John's red man. You've got the redskin. You've got Chief Wahoo, Mrs. Butterworth, oh. Uncle Ben. <laughs> what a TV show it would be to send all the, the cast-off Today's racist mascots out into the woods to look for Brian Laundry. How about that? That would be a show I'd watch all day and all night. Dog the Bounty Hunter and his team of cast-off mascots. Butterworth, over there, bruh. <laughs> and that bottle goes scooting over. Some guy is, like, trying to redeem himself at work. Just an everyday person, but he has to redeem himself by representing Mrs. Butterworth and all the others that have been cast out. Spick You're and Jerry's. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know if that's a the mascot so much. That wouldn't. I don't think anybody really canceled her. The show just went away. Spick and Span just sits and giggles at us from the shelf. Still a thing. Can't get it. How has no one stopped that? If the Indians can't even be a team anymore, Spick and Span certainly can't be a cleaning product. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Nips crackers. You're on my list. How? That's two. It just says nips right there. I know, cheese nips, but come on. With real cheese. Are you guys watching Squid Game yet? Are you into it? How yeah. far? I'm still on uh, number two. You're on number two. two. Okay, yeah, you? Yeah, midway through episode three. Okay, are you on it? Nope, you can't do subtitles. subtitles. Damn it. Won't do it. Brett, you got to watch Won't this. do it. You, uh, all you right, all right. I'll give it a shot. It's a must watch. Do it in English then. No, no, you can do it in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll mess you up, oh. but it'll, it'll it be It gets weird. Right. I prefer it where they're speaking in Korean. Yeah. Because you start picking it up after a while. Yeah, because you start getting the – you can just look down and catch. Like subtitles to me, I'm not a fan, but at the same time, I'm looking like, all right. I've been doing it – did the first one oh, it's with amazing. the overdub. Yeah. Oh, you did? Terrible. No, it's not as bad as I thought because at least the voices – the problem with the overdubs a lot of times the voices are – I can't do the overdub. Terrible. Uh, the overdub is the old well with well, Godzilla. telling him to do it. Yeah. yeah. I know. I can't do it. You don't no, like I subtitles. Can't. I don't like No, overdub. I can't stand it. If someone says it's overdubbed, I'd much rather have the subtitles than the overdub. Me, of all people, had a problem almost with Godfather 2 because it, the beginning of it was all, all, it Italian. Was all Italian. And and I'm sitting here reading, I'm like, oh, God damn, I'm, I'm not going to read it. a movie. I'm watch it. Yeah, I used yeah. to get upset at subtitles until I realized that there's a rhythm you get about 20 minutes in. You're like, oh, I'm reading it and watching it at the same time. My eyes can do this. But uh, Squid Game on Netflix is a Korean show. And the games are unreal it's awesome. It's number one now on is it? Netflix. I don't pay attention to any of that stuff, but I, that's great. Good. Because that's number one there, so uh, everybody's looking. And I fi- I've gotten to the end. Do you want me to spoil it for you? The last seven people left uh, are the new BTS. It's just making the band. It's pretty <laughs> unbelievable. I'm, I'm, I started talking to a friend of mine who is Asian, Erica, and I said, uh, I'm not real sure I'm, I'm hip with Korea. Hyundai cars are all of a sudden like super nice. They win Best Picture in the Academy Awards. This BTS shows up out of nowhere. Suddenly, for the first time in the history of human record, uh, young American girls dig uh, effeminate uh, Korean boys. That's never been a thing. You've never in the history of America seen posters of a Korean boy on a, on a little girl's wall in America until now. BTS. And they're kind of, I don't want to say it, but Tom Brenneman has a word. They're a little bit... Twink? Uh, well, yeah. I can't tell if they're girls. Yeah. They're very feminine. And now this show. And I'm like, I think Korea's trying some sort of cultural takeover. Like, there's a Korean invasion. And if they keep up with Squid Game, some of that stuff. I mean, it makes radio stations useless because the games they're playing, I'm like, this is what I would want to do in modern radio. They're elimination games. Yeah. And it's violent. But it's children's games with massive amounts of violence. And it's awesome. And you start getting into that. I might be in on this. You get to the tug of war one. Oh. It's just and, and they don't So you finished it. I haven't finished it yet. No, I'm on like episode six. So the kids get hurt? It's not kids, it's hurt. adults. Oh, I thought you were talking about hurt. Okay, here's the thing. Like I'll tell you games, this. Bro. Right off the oh, bat okay. in this thing, they'll play a kid's game, and if you fail in the slightest, somebody shoots you in the head. Blows oh, your head off. Automatically. And then like, and they got computer. Yeah, they got guns on the side. Sensors. Laser pointers at your head. 
and they do red light, green light, which is the you know the one kid at the tree goes uh, uh, red light, light or, yeah green light, and then isn't looking, and you can run, red light. you can run to the finish line. And then when the kid turns around, anybody still moving gets eliminated. Well, in this game, they just get blown up. And it's awesome. And they're adults, and they don't know they're playing. They don't know that's what they're doing when they first start playing. They're like, oh, I remember red light, green light. And they all get in line, and they all start playing. And then the first stop, this machine turns around. (laughs) And then machine gun (laughs) just starts lighting these Koreans up. So each each person has a value, and all the ones that that get dead... Yeah, they get put their money. Their money, in the bank. Oh, man. It's everything I wanted Mash to be. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Hawkeye was there, it would be great. BJ, I want to play red light, green light, but we'll kill all the Koreans. Oh, it was the best. So, uh, so I've been watching all of that, and all I can think about is that BTS band. Because I'm like, man, Korea's just shown up out of nowhere in the last four years. Best Picture, huge pop band, Samsung TVs on everybody's walls in America. They've been watching us through these Samsungs. They know what we want. And their algorithm Refrigerators with TVs Refrigerators. On got, yeah, they got more things to watch us with. Pretty soon it's all going to be about food. It was pretty amazing. Little tiny South Korea. Out of nowhere. This would be like if Rhode Island all of a sudden had a music and entertainment explosion. It's like, wait a minute. There's no, you've never done anything. All you've done is sit there underneath North Korea waiting for trouble. And now you're like, it's... Something's going on. And I blame the Samsung Smart TVs. We all bought one. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got one in their house. Oh, yeah. And they watch and listen, report back to Korea. <laughs> Next thing you know, wake me up like dynamite. I'm like, hey, they've got something. They know what we like. Smooth they're not watching like my TV butter. then. <laughs> yeah, smooth like butter. No. But they're, they're not, not watching in my house. They're not then. getting all of us, Brett. <laughs> they're looking at you going, here's what he doesn't like. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. But that show is awesome. You have to. You have to start working on that one if you're not on it. I can't binge, so I'm watching like, oh, I watched two yesterday, and I'm like, oh. And I'm thinking totally, and my inner dialogue is all Sopranos voices, and like I'm hyper-focused on hopefully tonight at 9 on HBO Max when the Sopranos movie comes out. But, uh, and I'm setting my bar a little lower now because having watched a lot of the series, I realize it can't, it cannot meet this. It can't do it. Not in two hours. It can't do it. So I don't want it to be Godfather 3. But it could be Godfather 2. But no, it can't. I mean, Godfather 2 is the best of the three movies. Uh, it could be Godfather. Godfather 2 is so far superior to, to the other one. And Godfather is probably the second best movie ever made. So you'd say Sopranos is Godfather 2. Godfather 2. And then Saints of Newark, you're hoping it for Godfather has a chance, 1. But it also has a chance to be Godfather 3. No. It has a no. chance. It could be. But it's following the Godfather thing because it's going back. The Godfather 2 was all about before, Vito Corleone. So it's very similar in that. It's a tall order form. If fake it's tan George Hamilton shows up, I'm out. I'm, tra- <laughs> yeah. I'm changing yeah. the channel right away. <laughs> yeah. Replacing Robert Duvall? <laughs> Casting decision was this. But we'll see. But I've got, I'm lowering the bar because I watched a lot of Sopranos while I was down and out with the surgery. And I realized how great it was. It's going to be really tough to top. But that's tonight. But this squid, this squid game thing, it's great. Uh, did you, you didn't watch the one where they have to carve out the shape? No, I'm just oh. I'm midway through number two. That one's pretty great too because they're just they have to, it's just a kids game when they carve out the shape of things. And there's you know some Korean sex. I'm not really into Asian porn. Is it blurred out? No. Oh. 
They don't get that close That's to Japan. it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Japan's okay. the only one that blurs. I don't know if Koreans do. I don't know that I've actually seen Korean porn. I don't either. I wouldn't know. Not going to lie. Not an anthropologist. You just put Asian porn in. Or <laughs> Asian, Asian porn. Yeah. <laughs> we put in, we put in yeah. the continent. Yeah, whatever then, it is. Because nobody really knows here in the States. You can't break that down. These people are from the Philippines. You call this Korean. I'm like, I don't care. I can kind of tell the difference there. Uh, anyway, that's a, that's a good one. I've been watching that. But yeah, it's just a BTS. It's making the band in Korea. They're just going to come up with a great new uh, killer band at the end. But it's pretty good. But they have that thing at the end of every sentence. They're like, Jingle to All their sentences end with this. That's a language I'll never get. The writing on the thing is. It is. It doesn't make sense. They can't look at ours and think it's hard. They got to think, I don't get it, but that's easy. Compared to what they're doing, and then they're texting and they show their screens. And it's these symbols, and I'm like, I don't even know how to sketch. They have like 6,000 different images for like their alphabet. I don't know. Uh, I don't 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 know how it works. I don't know what their keyboards look like. It's pretty impressive, though. Squid Game, if you're not on it, get on it. Somebody asked me, I've got three people Jay Gutentag, a guy named Ty, and someone named Brian. I said, What time? Did you have your movement yesterday? Yes, yesterday was a great day for me. I finally had my shower and my poop. Not in that order. Uh, the over-under, I believe I said, what was it, 1 o'clock? Yeah. I think you said 1. Yeah. 1 o'clock. I ate 12.49, and I wasn't planning. I was sitting on the couch, and I'm like, it's time. I took the over, too. And you went over 1. Yeah, I think Mike. I think Matt Nagy was uh, controlling your poops yesterday. Just screwing <laughs> me with bets. <laughs> this Brian guy. Said he and his friends at work had a time bet. Well, I'll tell you, twelve forty nine was the official sit down. Toledo uh, got me by one dollar in the price. He screwed right. you. Yep. I yeah. saw it because you said twelve forty three too, and he said twelve forty three. So you had no. T- you I had to hit before twelve forty two. There was a chance. I was sitting on the couch. It was quite comfortable. I heard that last. <laughs> Here we go. My body's like, all right, we're ready because we know that there's a shower afterwards, and uh, it was glorious. Beautiful. Uh, the, the cocktail I had been taking. Did you take another one before you? I had another one yesterday okay. evening. The magnesium citrate did its job beautifully. No plunger needed. No, the stool softener had done its job beautifully. Everything was, I mean, it was flowing like it had never changed. Uh, cleanup wasn't good. Cleanup was, let's just say stool softener. Took some time. Does its job. Ah, uh, the shower needed a mop. Need a power washer? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, <laughs> I needed... It was a little more a little more violent than Squid Game in the shower. Because I struggle in the shower right now, uh, bending over and stuff. So getting that Chattahoochee Canal effect of the water to run down the cracker. And uh, let's just say the water came out, guys are clean, and as you look down at the drain. Rusty. It was rusty. Oh, no. We had, to, we had some galvanized pipes. We had to get out of there. And uh, oh, it was great, though. Clean. Sandalwood. Bourbon and uh, sugar, the glorious smells of the soapy ass of me. Back again. No rust butt. Never had it, never will. Just beautiful. So twelve forty nine for those of you who are doing. And that just tells me right now FanDuel is winning. Because if you're betting on when the guy on the radio poops, we got a problem on our hands here. Hey, it's fun. It is sort of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But yeah, it was a, a good one. Cleanup is not easy right now. I have no tilt. I have no... Uh, Toilet oh, seat tilt. Yeah. Oh. I can do it, but then the reach back is so you're doing, uh, non-existent. Front wipes? Coming in from the front. Oof. 
It's not a normal position Your for low me. Your low-hanging balls? Yeah, got to move those out of the way. <laughs> and then it just becomes <laughs> – then it just becomes a uh, – basically what I'm doing right now is a real long aircraft carrier runway. <laughs> no. Because I, I can't just pull away. No tail hook? No. I got to go all the way down the line. Oh, that visual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to hold that thing out. Yeah. Come out of the jungle and then run down the runway. Because I can't just stop and drop because I got no tilt. I tried standing up. Some people evidently clean themselves standing up. I don't know how you do that either. You're a back yeah, sleeper. One of the last times we had this conversation, a bunch of people said that. You're a back sleeper yeah. if you do that. Creepy bank robber or rapist? That's all you are. And then uh, tried the crumple, not the fold. I don't know how people crumple and don't fold. Kind of animal are you? Because, yeah, the surgery makes it so you got to adapt and adjust. There's none of that. The fold is the key and everything else. But I got it out, 1249. Then I'm in the shower. Everything's great. Shower floor is no longer bad. Felt lighter. Brady, it's... Do you have to get one of those shower heads to detach so you can get... Oh, I have one of those. Okay. At the H&H Ranch, I got one of those. Oh, okay. And it's a little too powerful. Oh, really? Yeah. It, I think it's I like could, a water pit going <laughs> Yeah, I think you could do some damage with that one. I've, uh, I've done a wash there, and it was... Let's just say I'm not going to do it again for... <laughs> it'll floss. I think it'll slice me in half. It felt more like a lightsaber than it did water. But, uh, yeah, so for those of you who are doing that, 1249 yesterday. You were close, Brett. Yeah. The over was close. Damn it. Because I actually did sit on the couch and think, I'm going to wait. It's not immediate. I just had that. <laughs> like, oh, they're rumbling. Let's just get ready. And if it wasn't for the injury, I would have probably sat back and waited for the actual knock on the door. But I'm like, I got to go get prepped up, get the pants down, make sure I'm on the toilet when this thing's, you know, I don't know how it's going to go. Cool. It's beautiful. It's a six flusher, Brady. Six flusher. Good six work. Flusher. Good work. Yeah. I don't like to sit in my own filth. Fill it. Get rid of it. Filled it again. Got rid of it again. Started the cleanup. Got rid of some of the cleanup. Filled it again, which was surprising. That one kind of came out of the blue. And then yeah, cleanup was horrendous. It was like if you tried to paint your walls with like some Benjamin Moore and then clean it up with toilet paper. You got a bigger mess on your hands than you do any cleaning. Hopped right in the shower. Gorgeous. The Van Dyke Brown was up and rolling. Oh, huh? did <laughs> the easel was covered in Van Dyke Brown? <laughs> but uh, and that's it. So now I'm back. It's another step in the right direction post surgery. Went to physical therapy again yesterday. Clean as a whistle. Actually, physical therapist commented, "You smell good." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I do." Like bourbon. Yeah, I do. I smell like sandalwood. bourbon and sugared candles. <laughs> a little sandalwood back there because I'm clean. That's why. Because I wash my ass. Unlike these other animals you're working with here. Surgery. I thought you had a bidet, Holmberg. No. Texture I'm says. working on getting that. I have one at the uh, the Arias. Though I, I won't get one of the cheap ones. I got to get the full electric. Get the Aria one? I'm getting the I'm getting the real deal. Uh, I did uh Michael Legault got me a bidet here for the one at work, but I don't oh, go right. to work. So I'll just I'll hook it up to make people think they can and then I'll turn it on 900 and blow them off my toilet if they ever try to use it. John, congratulations on emptying the tanks. Thank I don't you. know how things are going for you moving forward, but the next time, can you jump on a scale for a before and after? Oh, I'll wager on that. That's pretty good. I don't think it was a lot of poundage lost. No? No. Although I did wake up this morning at 192. Yeah, that's that's a half gallon of liquid. I don't think it was. It wasn't liquid. It wasn't. Uh, it was light. It was like. It was light. Fluffy. Yeah. So it was like good pancakes. Ooh. 
It was like good pancakes. Like a moose. <laughs> you know when you make a pancake batter and you're like, this is a good one. <laughs> My tiramisu. Yeah, it's tiramisu. <laughs> it's, it's creme brulee before you fire. <laughs> yeah, it worked out beautifully. I'm very proud of it. So I couldn't be happier. And then uh, it makes you just want to keep going, you know, get the other surgery. But I can't sleep on my back much longer. I'm going to kill some people. There's nothing about this back sleeping. It's just, it's not human. You guys are just, there's something wrong with all of you. All of you. Except Brady, who's got to do it for purposes Matt, of life. I don't know. You, life. you dream about bank robbery. and Oh, you're not, you're not having sources. normal human dreams. That's for sure. Because you're, you know, on your back, you're Satan's minion. There's, there's no possible way you're having a normal night's sleep on your back. You've done something terrible. All, all movies. The guy on his back is looking at the ceiling, guilty, sweating. He's never laying on his side or his stomach in a normal sleep position. That's what comfortable people do. Nope. Back sleepers. They're up to no good. Never trust one. Ever. It can't happen. Uh, yeah, all these people are wanting this. I, I'm trying to – got to executive produce the uh, cast-off mascot island. Mrs. Butterworth finding Brian Laundry right now would be the greatest moment in television history. <laughs> and again, because the simulation's completely shattered and broken, why wouldn't we do that? Chief Wahoo wandering around Florida screaming out, Dinger! Dinger! <laughs> Brett wants to hear this one out there, and I still think this should have been some. Everybody should have been canceled for this. In fact, Mike Richards, who was the Jeopardy host for five minutes, was the executive producer when this happened on The Price is Right. Still, people should have been fired it that never day. Gets old. No, I love it. It never does. And my jaw stays wide open every time I hear it. Mine too. She did what? <laughs> what? Contestant of the day here on the Price is Right. Nicole Slapnicker. <laughs> Not a name. Wonder if she can get back in. I wonder if we could. If the oh, simulation man. could break to the point where we can actually wish that Nicole Slap Nick. Her would get abducted and would go missing, and we'd have to scream out, "Slap!" I can't yeah, even. Yeah. I can't even. I can't. <laughs> in the woods, like the movie Adam, "Slap!" Are you out there? My friend's cat got lost, and his name was Snickers. Oh, and he brought it to work at Guadalupe. Yeah, and we were outside, like, "Oh God, where is he?" And we're screaming out, "Snickers!" And from a distance, that does not sound. No. And you know, it's. Guadalupe, so their chances are not too mad, but still, why do you running around screaming that for no reason? Like, what's going on? They're treat, to- treat, treat. Those guys are up to no good, that's for sure. Snickers. Does, does any, any cookies for Snickers? There's little Snickers in this car. Hey, 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 hey. But from a distance, I was like, I don't like this. I'm not looking for your cat anymore. <laughs> And they hear the tail end of I got some catnip. Yeah. <laughs> I know you love it. <laughs> it was bad. So, yeah, so be careful with that. But Nicole Slap Nick Her gets abducted. <laughs> Nobody's going to look for it. Except for our band of cast-offs. The Tom Brenneman Dog the Bounty Hunter band of cast-offs, which I'm all for. Outside of that, my whole life has just been Soprano, Soprano, Sopranos. I watched the last it episode again yesterday. Uh, I didn't realize this going into the many saints of Newark tomorrow. You know the guy that everybody thinks probably killed Tony. The members only guy. The members only guy. Do you know the members only, Ty? You probably do. The very first episode of the last season, 
is called members only. Right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And so the last guy, he's in a members only jacket, sitting at the bar. They show him three times. He goes into the bathroom, which is how Luca Brazzi got it yep. in The yeah. Godfather because they tape that gun under the toilet. And members only guy goes in there. I didn't realize because I've been watching and reading the, like, which one is this? And I'm like, members only. I'm like, that's season. That's the first. I don't know all the titles. Like Pine Barrens, I remember that. Of course, Made in yeah. America is the last one. But they have the titles of every episode. And I remembered members only, but I didn't remember the members only guy until the last episode yesterday. And I'm like, oh, they told us. Sitting at the counter. He did. Yeah. yeah. Two, two shots of him at the counter, and then he walks into the bathroom. And then just awesome. And again, I didn't realize this until yesterday. If it weren't for, and I'm, maybe it's because I'm hyper aware to it because the person that's been driving me to work the last couple of days. <laughs> uh, female drivers, again, the problem. Had Meadow been able to park that car in a reasonable amount of time, she'd have been sitting next to Tony. And as we all know, family doesn't get it. She wouldn't, he wouldn't have reached around Tony and done that. On top of that, Phil Leotardo might still be alive, too, because his wife <laughs> doesn't put it in park. That's exactly <laughs> right. He got his head crushed. Both bosses yeah. from the two main families in The Sopranos both got killed because a female driver wasn't paying attention. That's right. She left it in drive. Yeah. And Phil's head got run over by the Ford. Yeah. I didn't oh, even think of that. Yeah. Female drivers twice. David Chase Sound. hates female drivers. <laughs> well, we all kind of do. He keeps I mean, it yeah. real, John. I do now. Yeah, no, that's why the show's the best of all time. It's like the, the attention to detail and the realism was amazing. But Meadow screwed up parallel parking twice Yeah, and was running late and then ran in right as that guy's coming out of the bathroom, realizing I got a clean shot at Tony from here. I can come walking right out of the bathroom and plug him. If Meadow was sitting there, he wouldn't have had that clean shot. No. Had she parked that car the, right the first time, she'd have been inside sitting at Halston's right next to Pops. And they'd have had to wait. God, that show's good. So you think for sure he got whacked? He did. Now, why, why, wouldn't, why would they just end it and say that? I mean, they told you in a couple episodes earlier when Bobby and him are there, and he's like, I think you just go black, and it's over. Like, he had that nihilistic view that yeah. this is it. Enjoy what you got, because when you die, you just go black, and it's over. And then they just went black, and it went over. And then the first episode called Members Only, and then a guy in a Members Only jacket in 2006? Yeah. Come on. But I think it was, I still, I still, I hated it when it first happened, because yeah, I was I just I like, what too. the, but now it's like. Brilliant. It's what pretty other, solid. What other ending could you have? Okay, you see him get shot. Okay, that's too easy. Right. He gets away. Well, that's ridiculous. Okay, let's say he so. gets shot. Let's say he gets shot. Revisit the whole thing. Let's say it is the members only guy. Mm-hmm. They they clearly say he shot him and he runs out. Now yeah. you're like, well, who's that? Right. Well, who was he working with? Because Phil's dead. Does he one of Phil's guys? He's never been on the show before. And, you know, all the things that come up from that. So you got more arguments about what just happened. Now some nobody kills him? And then the whole show gets got the blasted old, for that. And you got the next man up. Who? Where does it go from there? Who's taking over? Which families? Yeah, right. but yeah. it, it's, it's, the Soprano family's I mean, gone. Yeah, New York moved in. New York took over. Yeah. But did they? Because it must have been Johnny Sack. But he's he not around. Dead. Now he's dead, right. So yeah. his family's Phil's like, just dead. Phil's dead. Like nobody's around anymore. So it was all the people you'd never heard of. They're just getting rid of his cleaning house of the mess that had gone through Jersey. So it is. It's the cleanest ending to the thing, I never wanted it to be something that had uh, oh, let's and they when they started talking before James Gandolfini died of doing another one, like we'll do a movie and we'll bring why, let's end it with like not everybody has to be spoon fed a happy clean ending. This was up for debate, which makes it even better. I think it's the best ending in TV history. I really do. At first, I think I was upset. I think oh, I, was I like, totally what, what, was just because it made me work. It gave me work. 
and I thought it was lazy and whatever. And then after a while, I'm like, wait a minute. That's not lazy. They told me the whole season. Here's what's going to happen. It's going to end. It's just going to end. The whole th- Everything just ends. Tony's been talking about it in therapy the entire – what's the point, he keeps saying. And him and Bobby were right there talking in about it. In that boat. Yep. Just goes black. Yep. Just over. So, yeah, this is going to be – At least it wasn't a dream oh, so sequence sorry. or something stupid like, right. you know, Dallas and – Yeah, that they come back. St. Like, Elsewhere did that too. Exactly. And- well, St. Elsewhere, that was a pretty amazing ending because it turned out the whole thing was imagined by some autistic boy in a snow globe. Yeah, I thought that one sucked. Well, it was a cop-out in a way to say everything you just watched was garbage because it makes you feel like you wasted your time. Right. The only one that I actually liked that was a dream sequence, the ending of Newhart. Where that he woke genius. up, he woke up yeah. in bed, and he was back in the Bob Newhart. In the show. old Newhart, yeah, show. it was yeah. great. That she was, was there, and that was really funny. But yeah, most TV finales are no good, but to go back and try again, I, I got to set the bar lower because just watching Sopranos since the surgery on Friday, I got home, and they started the marathon, and I'm like, all right, I'll watch a couple of these. Next thing you know, I'm two hours. Get up, do some stuff, go back to her. I'll watch another one. That's it. And then I'm done. I can't can't just sit here and watch. And then that's all I did. I loved it. So I've been on Supreme. My, my my inner dial is Tony. Is better when you're um, binging. Like if you can see the last four or five or that last season, like how I watched it, because I always remembered hearing people yeah, you upset didn't watch about it the as it happened. The ending and um, and when you watch it with four or five episodes before right. you follow, or I mean, in, in the season you're watching the whole thing within <laughs> three weeks, basically. Yeah. If you can get it to where it's just all together. Because you I, can remember, you can recall the certain and the you meetings also where you talk. We're like, never involved in the conversations on not Monday. Not I heard. Oh, yeah. Right, when exactly. I'd come in and I'm like, oh my God. And Brett and I would talk about it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Paul and, or whoever else we'd get Larry involved in. Larry. And we'd like, oh. So, and then we'd come up with our own theories of what's going to happen next or who's going to do this. Paul's amazing at that. He should be a writer. Because with Breaking Bad, every week that was on, towards the end, I'd go into Paul's office. And say, what do you think's happening? That Squid Game's kind of got that going. Although I do think I have it kind of figured out, but I'll I'll leave it alone. I don't think it's going to be that difficult to figure this one out. Although the violence is worth watching. Is it, it like is. watching that Rambo movie where like the arms are just flying off? Uh, yeah, ridiculous it's, violence. There's it's not right, that ridiculous, okay. but it's pretty darn ridiculous. It's 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 pretty great. Human nature. It's pretty great. I don't know if that's anything about human nature because they're, well, they're just random the murder. Decision, the, the decision to compete in general. Well, like it's how, the greed. Yeah, yeah, the greed kicks in, but all the rest Not of it. Not only is, that is how you know, you're know you that down and out or whatever. You're gonna, yeah, you'll do whatever you can to get yourself back yep. in. But you, none of them, at the point you're at, none of the people in Squid Game know that they're going to get killed. They're just playing a game. They're like, oh, this is a fun like island of games. So this is a TV no, show. Where I'm at, they, oh, you're a, yeah. one. Well, they've already had it. Yes. But it's, you've only watched one game, right? Yeah. So up to that and point, they bailed. Up and, to that yeah. point, they had no idea. So is this like Korean Hunger Games then type thing, or a what? little? Okay. Only it's a darker, seedier version. It's okay. good. All right. Yeah. Get over the subtitle thing just for this. I'm with you. I don't like watch. I, look, I'm with you. I don't like foreigners doing anything either. <laughs> I prefer my entertainment to be English and attractive. To me. And not pixelated. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I'm still mad about some of that Asian porn pixelating. So I still got a little craw with any video with too many Asians. I'm like, somebody's going to get pixelated at the good parts. I don't need that. But man, is it good. I'm excited about all this stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, Jeremy's going out this morning. He's at Safeway. Signal Butte Road and Warner, if the truck makes it. Haven't heard yet if it has or not. 
our truck is not in good shape. We need a mechanic to stand by out there in Mesa with Jeremy because it's not going to start again. Uh, but it's for a good cause. KUPD employment packs. Uh, we are getting these things boxed up and blown out on Veterans Day. That's November 11th, right here at our KUPD studios every year. We've done it. It has been a rousing success. And what is it? Well, collecting a bunch of stuff uh, for the Arizona troops that are deployed overseas. Just because the news tells you everybody's home, that's not true. Uh, loads of uh, troops overseas still all over the place just looking for a little care package from home. And a lot of them will just love some of the basics. They go three, four, five days without the basics. And you don't even know it. Toothbrushes, toothpaste that isn't from their little thing. Uh, you get the, the body wipes and uh, letters. Uh, people love that. Like that was a big thing. Those kids that made uh, that group of letters, they, they went crazy. And uh, we've gotten flags that flew over bases in different places that said, hey, if it weren't for you guys, we wouldn't have made it. This was Arizona, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever group it was that said this, this was our base. And Arizona troops got all that stuff from you guys. And it means something. So that's all from... From you listeners, and uh, you can drop it off. Today, let's focus on some of those body wipes. That's good stuff. So let's head on over and get them uh, some things at Safeway this morning. Signal Butte Road and Warner, that's where we go, and we'll help out the folks uh, overseas through the holidays because that's about the time it starts rolling in, although it gets there pretty fast. Right after we mail it out on the 12th, I start hearing from those guys, 15th. Like, I'll get a letter from somebody saying, hey, thanks, we got the package. That, that's awesome. We send that stuff FedEx or something? I mean, man, they're getting it quick. USPS has done it. It's been amazing. Man. They knock it out. And we give KUPD stickers, and so far so good with that because we saw a couple things on national news when they were going through the weapons that they'd taken. The barracks. The giant good KUPD good. stickers all over the, the, the guns and stuff we'd seized. And the Cameron Depot, that's right. It's great. There's a KUPD sticker emblazoned right there. Boom. Amongst all these AK-47s and guns they'd taken from the Taliban. We gave them back, but still. Yeah, they got it all back. Yeah, they got it all back. I mean, it's theirs again. But now they have to stare at this wretched KUPD thing and try to figure that out. Which means maybe if advertising works the way they say bumper stickers do, a few of the Taliban got online. It's like, what is 98kupd.com? Let's listen. Tap that app, Omar. Yeah, there you go. Tap that app. Hit the button. Hit it in the red one on the right. No, not that one. No, God damn it. Is Wintermeyer bilingual to, to sell to them <laughs> <Yeah>. or what? <laughs> oh, come yeah. on. Oh. Wintermeyer will figure He'll it figure out. He'll figure it out. Yeah. He'll do Google Translate. <laughs> He'll learn some some Afghani. So I'm heading over to Afghani. Would you do an endorsement for the Al-Qaeda? No, that's Brady. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's that? Uh, what, what do we got to do here? What restaurant you yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah, Afghani meats and bombs. <laughs> come on down, the old mosque of meat. The meat mosque. Hey, that's not bad. Uh, and Ghost has their new uh, single out today. Their album's not coming out until January. But this, like is January off, yeah. hol- this is from the Halloween movie, right? Uh, yeah, Halloween Kills. Yeah, yeah it's the new, the new Jamie Lee Curtis trying to put an end cap on the Halloween movies, right? They've been doing that, you know, and finally. They can't do it. They keep dragging her out and her, you know, Activia and her, and her mobile pooper <laughs> and her silver hair. I'm still going to go see it, though. Yeah, I know I you like all. Well, there's so many bad ones. But oh, Halloween yeah. Kills is coming out, and and this is Ghost. So our wake-up song, you saw that that was on there. Well, yeah. of course we're going to play Ghost's new one. I haven't heard it yet. It's called Hunter's Moon. Uh, so we'll see. And also, speaking of Toledo, we did the video of me yep, revealing. I'll post that right now. How come you didn't do it yesterday? Because I waited for you to talk about it. We'll post it right oh. now. I thought we were going to do it right after. Either way, see my wound undressed for the first time. I have 42 staples. The scar is huge. Yeah, they're tight. Yeah. 
Is that amazing? That's a lot. It was, I guess maybe that's 20. That's tight packing. Oh, it's tight. The scar is going to be amazing, and I don't want that. I wanted the beer fight, the broken beer bottle. Oh, big old, jagged? The you know, Al Capone just the, Yeah, the, the, just, the double deuce yeah. fight scar. But no, this is going to be a real tiny scar. I don't like that. That's just damn doctors at the core being all professional and good at what they do. Uh, you got a guy on the other hand. It's like, look, cut some corners. Do some stuff. Throw a gap here. in there, Doc. Yeah throw, yeah, throw a gap in there and make it. Oh, there's infection. Ah, Get some paperwork that says I won't sue you if this thing gets wonky. I want it to be ugly. Go jagged. Get get a jagged chop in there. Make me look like a jack-o'-lantern. Because right now the bruising is impressive. So Toledo will post a video as we pulled Posting the, right now. We pulled the uh, Give me like two minutes. Band-Aid off yesterday. Brady went to touch it and act like he's licking it and stuff. A real man would have just licked it. Want another try? It's very minty. Want another try? No. Tastes like bourbon and sugar. You don't want to go down there and give it a... It's clean. <laughs> it is. It probably does. A little adhesive. I'm not going to lie. You want to get in there? Some I'm You sure? Let me think about it. Yeah, let's go. I'll let you lick this. I'm lick, not. Lick my wounds. <laughs> All right. He wouldn't touch it. And in the video, it comes off like seven, eight inches you don't away. Know that. No, you do. I don't know. Bad pantomime. It's so real. No, it's terrible <laughs> pantomime. It was funny to watch. You're out of practice. Yeah, yeah you, you got to pantomime better. Brady's tapping Toledo in the shoulder the whole time he's filming. <laughs> Check it out. It's going to look like I'm eating it. And Brady, you got your hand in the shot. That's about as close as you got. Touch it. Lick it. Eat it. Make that thing yours. You got it. It looks like a zipper. The bruising's actually worse now than it was in that picture. It's just brutally ugly. doesn't hurt that bad. But man, is it. It's a good picture. So Toledo will post that if you're curious about my wound. <laughs> and if you want Brady to lick it, you got to do a GoFundMe. <laughs> That'll be his squid game. Uh, but this is Ghost. It's Hunter's Moon. Brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Oh, yeah, Action Ride Shop. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, it's all over. Yeah. They, they helped write this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is good stuff. They were riding their bikes to Hunter's Moon the other night. It's Hunter's Moon. All right, it's Ghost. I haven't heard this yet either, so we'll see if this is any good. It's uh, your wake-up song from Halloween Kills, which has got to come out this weekend, right? Or next? Uh, October 15th, I believe. Oh, no kidding. They're yeah. just pushing it right up to it. Uh, it's Ghost. It's 98 KUPD. Wakes up, boys. Our country is facing a major crisis. We need to find out what, what what's causing it. K-U-P-D. I'm already replacing words with that with dirtier words, but I like that. Ghost, uh, Hunter's Moon, I like that one. Uh, but uh, Brett's right. It's got no hook, and yet it's uh, still cool. Super catchy. Yeah. Uh, Tobias sure loves him some pop music. He's got a whole bunch of little pop tricks in there. That's a cool one. A new one from Ghost is your wake-up song this morning. Wanted to get that in there. Uh Sometimes I'm a ghost fanatic. Didn't he say he was a big fan of Kiss, though? Loves Kiss. But he's Swedish. He's from another place. <laughs> he doesn't understand. He was into theatrics. Okay. Yeah, I makes... got that out of him. It was the theatrics of it all that excite him. So, and that's why he does what he does. It's the theatrics. I still don't understand the people that when I went to that ghost show uh, a couple years ago now, and there was a Tobias goes on and on, Papa Emeritus. Goes on and on on stage about silly stuff, and he's kind of funny. But it takes some time between songs to speak. And then some guy goes, get on with it. Come on. I'm like, you're at a ghost show. <laughs> there, he does this. Come on. Play Square Hammer. It's, you're not calling the shots. And I've, I've never understood that dude. Dude at the concert who thinks, I'll, look, guys, I got this. I'll say something. He'll listen to me. You're just an asshole. Come on. That's enough of that. 
Got my heckle in. Yeah, and you know what it does? It makes the performer say, mm, I'm going to drag it out for a while. No performer's ever gone, oh, oh my, I, I'm sorry, sir, individual. This thing I've been doing all over the place with great success, you don't like, so I have to cater it to your needs. That's right. Is that the show they opened for Maiden? No. Oh, okay. one I was going to say, at, uh, I could see it at, at a Maiden show. Oh, at Maiden. They yeah. don't, I don't think he did his, his normal thing. But this was the headlining ghost show right. over there at the, the, the whatever Dodge Theater is called now, Arizona Federal Union of Theaters. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, so it was pretty, um, just stop it. Just let him go. And there's parts you can walk away later and say, I didn't like how much he talked. That's up to you later. But you let him do the performance and then you walk away and say, yeah. I like the music, but I didn't like the performance in between the songs. He blab, blab, blabs, screaming out at Papa Emeritus. Stop with the theatrics in the show and just do the things I want. Yeah, he's right. Like, nobody ever says that. And when you know you're an idiot when you scream something and nobody goes, yeah, yeah, that guy's right. That you don't know. It might be your buddies around you, but you're just an embarrassment. Uh, I just got an email from somebody that said this is making... Like, uh, Christians Against Dinosaurs is the thing now, and it's starting to get some traction. Uh, Are you surprised? I uh, hate this world. I do, too. It's a picture of dinosaurs together, drawings of them trying to have sex. And the lady says, I apologize for how graphic this is, but I think it makes a good point. How do dinosaurs mate? They couldn't because they didn't exist. Someone's lying. Well, if it has uh, uh, any truth to the... uh Survey that just, according to Facebook, you ready for this? Yeah. The top 20 pages that people access, that Christians access yeah. for their information. Dinosaurs aren't real? No, the the top 20, 19 out of the 20 are from Eastern European troll farms. Oh, the no information kidding. that is pulled All out by Christians get, on yeah. Facebook. 19 out of 20 pages that are most visited. Of the top 20, 19 That Christians go to. Yeah. Trolls make it. Christians on Facebook. They go to troll sites. They get fooled and not, more no. often than anyone. Yes. Yep. Well, that's faith. Idiots. That's called faith. You have faith you're not being fooled, so you're more trusting. But this whole deal. Or the troll sites have faith, you know, and they're, you know, they do it on aside from trolling. Let's get you some real information out there. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Trolls usually have that kind side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Christians against dinosaurs. That's the flat earthers times two, if you ask me. Yeah. I really think it is. What in the world was the motivation of faking dinosaurs? The world's motivation to fake dinosaurs. This isn't like a pocket of people that and came up And to go out of your way to to bury it pretty good. Good enough that you could discover. Like it, it, well, it I don't couldn't even, have happened in the last. But again, you'd have to have every nation on the planet in on it. For years. Yeah, for ages. Yeah, countries, different, different generations, cultures. different religions. Yeah. everybody's pretty much like, yeah. But Christians Against Dinosaurs getting some, getting some tread. And based on the idea that it says someone's lying, because they drew some photos of what it would look like to a couple of. Uh, oh, how could they possibly mate? Weren't brontosaurus egg layers anyway? Didn't they lay giant eggs? Yeah, Didn't we learned that they from Jurassic be. Park. And then they have the. Uh, that's where you're getting your dinosaurs. Well, that's where all of us get our stuff. Same reason I knew about JFK. Movies. I know everything from TV and movies. I don't know anything from books. Those uh, ones that have the jagged backs. The Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. And they have them in the missionary position on the thing. And the Christians against dinosaurs. And it's like, mm, it's impossible. You see, 
T-Rex, they'd have to move that tail way out of the way. I think T-Rex laid eggs too, or they were the ones who self-replicate. Someone's lying, they say, so expect that to catch stuff too. Uh, Brent Crandall sent that. He's like, and stupid people still being heard over smart ones. I hope that one gets legs too. Uh, And then this one, uh, this is a great quote. Quote of the day, I say, Jordan. If uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter finds Brian Laundry before the FBI, I'm never paying taxes again. Now that's a heckle I can get behind. I'm with this guy. I will never pay another penny of taxes again. We will defund the FBI if Dog the Bounty Hunter gets on this and wins the race to Brian Laundry. Now, if he stumbled across him, it's one thing. But when he joined the hunt and got like legs ahead of the FBI without any of their research or knowledge, because he's not privy to the files, they're not just giving Dog the info they've got. But if Dog has a general radius and he finds him, we can defund the FBI. There's no way we need him anymore. I want to see it happen just just to see the press conference on oh, from the FBI. Glorious. Uh, well, if it wasn't for the help of uh, this guy dressed up as Chief Wahoo and Dog the Bounty Hunter and Mrs. Butterworth, we'd have never find Brian Laundry. So, of course, we're very grateful for them. Uh, where did the FBI go wrong? We don't feel we went wrong so much as, God damn it, dog. Yeah. And then uh, Eric Moreno says, if Dog catches this guy, he's getting another N-word card. I think that's probably fair. Got the pass back. He said his was revoked. That's his payment. Yeah, that's how you, that's how you get it back. You solve a mystery. And then you get what you ask for from the government. Can I have an N-word card? I'll go absolutely. Go crazy. And then you can use it. You know, don't abuse it, but use it as you feel. Uh, And we never do this, but I'll do this one. Uh, Michael Sipniewski says, uh, it's my girlfriend Haley Papas. Is that right? Or is that one of them joke names? No. Haley Papas. It's her 21st birthday, and she loves to listen. She said she'd be blown away. If she even heard the smallest birthday shout-out to her while she was at work. She has no clue I'm asking. Well, happy birthday, Haley. The 24-year-old girl uh, says, John, I hope your body goes, your old man body goes back to normal. Keep rocking. Michael, congratulations. Hopefully he gets away for that, That's too. That's the only reason I'm right. doing it, because he put in code, man code, uh, she would be B-L-O-W-N, all in caps and, you know, spaced out. So I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. You got it. Happy Brother. birthday, Haley. <laughs> Michael says it would blow you away to get a birthday wish. Well, why don't you go home and say thanks to Michael? You can leave your job. First off, it's a girl job. Second, you're 24. It's not that important. You're not doing anything you can't walk away from and come back to me. And if you're hot enough, you can leave your job anytime you want for BJ's and then come back and go, oh, my God, I had to give my boyfriend a PJ. And everybody in the office will be like, God damn it, amazing. Except for that fat lady that brings donuts every morning. She's mad at you. And I can tell already she's probably kind of hot. Haley Papas. Yeah, she's been kicked by a couple of Crocs in the office. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what that means, Brady, but I think you just said the fat girls are mean to her. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going with. Kicked by Crocs. Oh, because they wear Crocs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, thought, I went to Florida for a second. No. I got you now. So the ladies in Crocs, they can't lift their legs high enough to kick Haley's tight ass. <laughs> that thing's way too high up. Even sitting down, those pigs can't lift those you know stretch pants up high enough. Most of the time, they're in like like medical scrubs at work what are you wearing those for i just want to be comfortable you know you could be more comfortable you lost 165 pounds <laughs> jesus christ balloon well this goddamn Haley gets to leave whenever she wants yeah she's earned it look at her look at her <laughs> she won the genetic lottery and she's not abusing it. i have no idea what you look like under all this hot air balloon material i hate Haley. you hate yourself you're projecting <laughs> 
You hate that you can't be Haley. You don't really hate Haley. Happy birthday, Haley, on your 24th. And uh, go take care of Michael. He's a nice man. Uh, we'll check in with Jeremy in a little bit. He's out there again. Granite or Signal Butte and Warner. I'm sorry, Signal Butte Road and Warner and Mesa. KUP deployment uh, happening. You can check it out at 98kupd.com. Again, Amazon wish list up there as well. And help those troops out. You guys always come through. The Brady Report is next. Our country is facing a major crisis. We need to find out what, what, what's causing it. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.